Me and Catherine were just having some conversation uh, the other night and just talking about just future goals and you know some of the things we excuse ourselves from and uh, all the excuses we come up with uh, to avoid some of the things that we probably should do and then there's you know excuses we come up with that the things that we uh, ought not to be doing and uh, we're specifically talking about a fitness competition Catherine's turning uh, 50 in March 3rd good thing I remember that weeks. in a couple weeks and, uh, and one of the goals that she's had for many many years is being the, in the best shape of her life uh, when she turns 50 and uh, and I have to say that you know I think that you are in the best shape of your life like right now and uh, you're still a few weeks out from 50 but a fitness competition was coming up when did you decide about that? It was last year, right? Yeah, I've been thinking about it since last year, about this time, and uh, registered for one coming up in April over the Christmas holidays. I found out about it, so registered last month. So we're really excited about, you know, the, the fitness competition. Catherine was super excited about it. And uh, so we just wanted to share some of that excitement and, and maybe a few things that, uh, how to avoid, not avoid, but face head on the excuses that can come up and, and having a, a mindset of just having no excuses for the things you want to chase down so maybe like well i guess we're just talking about you today <laughs> well we'll see where it goes so like some of the excuses that have come up like what 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 would be some of the excuses that have come up oh i love excuses. Well, i know one for sure what is like i don't want to go to the gym oh, that's a great excuse <laughs> covers a lot of ground um i think for me the biggest excuse that I've had for the last bunch of years for uh, uh, many different things is that I have kids and so I'm too busy to do this or I have kids and they take too much energy or you know my house is disorganized my office is a mess because I've got kids I'm out of shape because I have kids and so I just decided to stop using that as an excuse that's the big one um, and then just other stuff like I'm tired or I don't have time or whatever uh, but most of it's just my own head right it's none, yeah. of it's, uh, none of it's real it's just imagined excuses because i think i think that we would we would consider ourselves like a normal family mm -hmm. you know we have a couple kids um you know we both are out there earning an income and so time is is a big issue too for you know chasing down different things yeah. and um i mean that could be a you know a super valid uh excuse for sure i don't have time but you're choosing to not have that excuse and uh, and face face it head on and deal with it. Yeah. And you really are, you know, doing super amazing with that. And I know you've been getting tired over the last, you know, couple of weeks. How do you, you know, work through that? Well, I think for me, um, like you said, I wanted to be in the best shape of my life by the time I hit fifty, and uh, and I would go on fits and spurts, and I would work out for a little while and eat really well, and then I'd get off track, and then I'd get back on, and I'd get off track, and so I decided to register for this competition because then. You know, it's the, the deadline and the goal is right there. So it's hard to avoid. Um, but I think really what I do is to get past that is I just, every day is a new day. And I look at my calendar and I say, what am I going to do today to get myself ready for, for where I want to be? And so it's a daily battle for me because some days it just doesn't go great. Or, you know, you're just having one of those um, one of those days and you would just would rather stay home and not go to the gym. Yeah. Um, but I just remind myself every day of of what my goal is and uh and then i just go anyway and sometimes i'm in a bad mood when i walk into that gym a few <laughs> minutes later i'm glad i went you have a bad attitude i sometimes Come i do on. have a bad attitude but yeah yeah it, it is awesome you know like living a life 
uh, intentionally to not have excuses is really starts with accepting ownership for your life and accepting the fact that you are responsible. And if you choose to have excuses, then you get to live with the results of that. And you know, I'm super proud of you for just having an attitude of no excuses. It, it doesn't, I don't think it excludes you from, um, not, not being perfect. I know that doesn't sound quite right, but like, I know you're not perfect mm -hmm. and you do have excuses, but you face them head on when you get them and you just deal with them because you, you do ex accept that extreme ownership yeah. of no excuses. Yeah. But you know, what's really interesting is that, um, you know, when I decided to just stop accepting my own excuses and going, um, you know, moving forward with what I wanted to do, everything starts to get better. I seem to have more time. I seem to be a little more organized. I seem to be able to take on something else. And so my, um, my commitment in one area is starting to filter out into other areas of my life. And so I'm, I'm actually starting to get my, my office organized. I'm starting to get on top of paperwork and all these different things that fell, but I'm feeling really good about uh, my ability to meet my commitment for health and fitness. And so I've got a win. Yeah. And when I feel like I have a win, I can have another win somewhere else. Even if it's just little, it makes a big difference. So small wins add up to big wins over time. How do you prioritize, you know, like getting to all those big wins and having the little ones, how do you prioritize? Like you got the kids, you got yourself, you got me, you got the, you got the family, you got your workload, and you, you got the workout. Like how, how do you manage all those things and prioritize them to make sure that um, if something does fall, it's, it's because you're prioritizing, it's not so high on the list, uh, towards some of your goals and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I think I just, um, I just give a lot of thought to what is really important to me. Like the other day, um, our nine year old daughter was just having a tough time with some stuff. And so I just didn't go to the gym that day cause she needed me to be home with her. And so, you know, it's a matter of knowing what is most important to me and then prioritizing from there. And there are lots of little things that I can keep myself busy with, but do they really matter? And if the answer is no, then they get punted from the list. And so, um, you know, is my house spick and span? Absolutely not. But, but that's not that important. You know, it's, it's tidy enough, I guess, but, um, you know, it's just things like that, you know, is, is, uh, is having everything just so. My daughter always asked me, it's a good thing you're not a just so mom, or would you be a just so kind of mom if, if uh, you didn't have kids? But I wouldn't be. And I guess so, that's my, my long way of answering is I just know what my priorities are. And if something I've been asked to do or something that you know crosses my mind is a good thing to do, if it doesn't line up with my priorities, it just doesn't get done. Yeah. And uh, you know, if it's that important, it can get done later. And if it doesn't need to get done later, then it wasn't important in the first place. Nice. So let me ask you something. Um, you aren't in a competition. No. Nope. Um, we've been together for 23 years this month and married for 20 years next month. Um, you've never once been out of shape. You've never let that drop uh, off your list of things that's important to you. How do you stay motivated on a daily basis to stay fit and healthy and focused when you don't necessarily have a like a hard deadline like a competition or a, something like that that's a that is a really good question actually um maybe it started when i was back in the new zealand navy where um just being around a bunch of uh people that kind of had to stay fit starting out and then getting around another group of men 
a woman that just, they uh, chose to stay fit after the fact. Because when you first joined the military, uh, you have to be in shape. Well, the New Zealand military for sure, you have to be in shape or you're you're going to have a very difficult time with the, the basic training. And then for, once you get out of basic training, you start moving on to the different uh, branches inside the military. Um, you don't have to be so stringent on the your exercise, but depending on what you want to do and who you want to hang around, I, um, you know, you don't get forced into it, but I guess you want to, you know, do some of the things that with the people that you associate with. So I was exercising a lot, running a lot, and uh, going to the gym a lot. Not hardcore bodybuilding. I've never been that. I've just always wanted to be just healthy and fit, and and so that kind of uh, pulled me along for you know multiple amounts of years. And so like I, I don't like I've never had the word in my head. I'm motivated to do this. It was just like just something that I that I did it was I guess it was a habit a good habit, mm. and then so as time went on, got married, had kids, and all these you know things started coming into my life where you have to start prioritizing. And yes, health is a priority, but my kids are a priority, you're a priority, family is a priority. Lots of things that are priority, and sometimes the health part of it slips down. And so how I keep it up, as it, it happened a couple of years ago. And where I really started uh, not investigating, but doing more research into how do you uh, have a long-term sustainable life that's healthy and where I can get to be, because we had kids later in life, you know, 40, 45, and um, I wanted to uh, be able to run down the beach when I'm 55 years old or 60 years old or 65 or 70, be able to still be able to function at a level that I can still be active with my mm -hmm. kids and then even move on to that with my grandkids. And so at the end of the day, what I always think about is, and like, like think about it, I don't like vegetables. I really despise them. <laughs> um, and and I, I really honestly think they taste like crap, but I eat them. And the reason that I eat them, because Kat, you're asking me sometimes, two guys like, why do you eat that when you don't like it? And, and the answer is, is I want to live a long time. I want to live a long time. And so you have to do uh, certain things to, you know, get certain results. And so my, one of my biggest things is I want to live a long time and I want to live a long time healthy. Mm -hmm. And, and so somebody was like, well, you know, I know people that have worked out their whole lives. have never smoked. I've never drank. I've never taken drugs and they've died at 46 or 33. And, uh, you know, I get that and I totally understand that. But one of the things that I do buy into is that you can mitigate risk and, and you can flip the odds into your favor. And yes, I might die tomorrow. Mm -hmm. However, uh, what you know, I, I do know today is that I'm doing everything that I can to live longer mm -hmm. than dying tomorrow because of a health issue or you know, I, I get that I might have a freak accident, die in a car accident or whatever like that. But if we're talking specifically health, I know that I've done everything that I can uh, to my knowledge and intentionally to put the odds in my favor. It's kind of like if um, if you would go to the casino or you're gambling and all these different things and you do everything that you can to stack the odds in your favor that you're going to win. What is, it's like me for longevity. I want to live a long time, so I need to. I, I shouldn't say need. I, I want to. I guess need is the right word, but I want to. Uh, do the things that I um, need to do in order to have that longevity. And so is that uh, motivation? Yeah, probably. Is it habit? Yeah, probably. Um, but I, I do want to stack the odds so that I get to have that end result, which is longevity. So I guess we can call it whatever the heck we want. 
Absolutely. motivation. Well, I'm happy you live your life like that because Phil's my coach <laughs> for this competition and I think you're the best example that I have to follow. So, And trust you. me, I'm not even a professional coach. I've, uh, I've only ever done one course. It was a, a, a CrossFit level one course, you know, when CrossFit first uh, started out. And, uh, but I think that uh, CrossFit is uh, a spectacular, um, what do you call it there? Option? Yeah, it's a approach. spectacular approach, uh, option. And it gives you all those fundamental uh, functional movements for your body. And so um, with Catherine, it's, it, you know, she's, oh, I'm so glad you're my coach. But really, at the end of the day, she's the one that's doing all the work. And I might be correcting her every now and then with a few things. But like what I like to think my, of myself as, as an encourager, because I think at the end of the day, you people need encouragement uh, long enough until they're able to encourage themselves and believe in themselves that they can go and do some stuff. And I think at the, at, the, at the base of everything, the no excuses philosophy, the no excuses mindset, the no excuses way of living is the way to live. Because if you choose to live with excuses, you get to live with someone else's, uh, you get to live with someone else's, what do you call them now? Um, rules. You get to live with someone else's telling you what you ought to do and how you ought to live your life and how you ought to end your life, you know, like the end result. And, um, but if, and, and I, and I understand that there's a, a balance with, you know, all of that as well. But at the end of the day, accepting extreme ownership for that and having an extreme ownership of zero excuses in your life, you can uh, move forward a lot, uh, a lot easier and a lot better and sleep a lot better too, knowing that you're going to wake up the next day and it doesn't matter what you're going to come up against. There's, a, there's zero excuses. And so fundamentally, a no excuses lifestyle is, my belief, is the way to go. And so hopefully this video helps you a little bit. Are you going to say anything else before we wrap up? Or? No, it's good. It's hard to throw up excuses when I'm married to you. The no excuses pro. <laughs> so it took me a while to adopt that philosophy, but I think I'm on board. Anyways, you guys have a super awesome day. No excuses. This is my, my little girl, Malaya, nine years old. And uh, she's actually writing, uh, doing some blogging as well. And, and uh, it's pretty neat. Like she listens to a lot of the audio CDs. She actually just listened to one by Tim Marks recently. What was he talking about? Character and lack of character. Oh, and integrity. And uh, so she did a blog on that, and it just all those, you know, things, those, you know, pie in the sky, uh, leadership, character, integrity, things, if you don't accept them and buy into them and actually start, you know, living some of those principles, uh, you know, you get to start living an excuses lifestyle, and that just sucks. And so I think that, um, you know, no excuses is awesome, and uh, I want to help you guys live a no excuses lifestyle so anyways captain in the competition and uh nine weeks to go it's gonna be awesome we'll be back for sure see ya